$58.28 a barrel. Gina Cervetti, Bloomberg Radio. Well, let me see. 835. It's a Monday morning right here from the great voice of Volusia County. AM 1230, AM 1490. Every Monday morning we focus on elder law with the person that knows elder law backwards and forwards. That's Sherry Aiken from the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. She's in our studio right now. Good Monday morning, Sherry. Morning to you, Skip. How was your holiday? My holiday was great. How was your Thanksgiving day? It was very nice. It was uh, always goes too fast, but now it's Christmas. <laughs> you know, you got to decorate the house and, and all that stuff. Lots of kind of a rush to the end of the year now. You know, I was telling somebody earlier that it's always nice. You can have family, friends, turkey, and pumpkin pie all in the same day. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about elder law. You know, uh, a lot of the grandchildren here visiting grandma and grandpa, and we've talked about trusts and wills, and we've talked about them, uh, how, how we should put things together. But when it comes to the grandchildren, is there anything special we need to know? Well, you know, uh, you know like I said, it's the end of the year, and, we're, and we are rushing to the end of the year, and a lot of folks are, you know, looking, thinking about gifts now. What do we do, especially grandparents, thinking about more than just the, uh, you know, the gift under the Christmas tree, sure. but what can they do? to uh, help their grandchildren or to help, um, you know, make sure that, you know, their grandchildren are having all these opportunities, the opportunities that um, perhaps, you know, that they didn't have, you know, things. So that we're looking at, you know, gifting to, to the grandchildren. Of course, there's, there's grandchildren that are adult grandchildren, in yeah. which case they, you know, they're, they're, they're adults. You can do, um, you know, give them uh, $14,000, uh, you know, per person per year. That's the uh, limit on uh, gifts before you have to file a gift tax return. We can talk about that in a minute also. Okay. But but what do you do with minor grandchildren? You know, it's one thing that, you know, if you're, you know, you've got an adult grandchild and you can give that grandchild the $14,000 or whatever you want to give them. And uh, presumably, you know, they're either going to use it to spend for their expenses or they're going to invest it with their, you know, with their regular investments. But a minor, you know, a little bit different, you know, because minors can't exactly own um, property. They can't do anything with property. They don't have the ability to contract. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, in some situations, you know, in, in years past, you know, you would give the money to the parent, you know, to hold on to for the grandchild. And unfortunately, um, with uh, the financial situations being the way they have the past, you know, a number right. of years, you know, that's not so, sh- you know, maybe not the safest thing for the grandchild. Maybe the parent ends up needing the money with the intention, of course, of putting it back, but, you know, kind of how... How that goes, you know, sure. you, you never intend to take it. I was always going to put it back, but then the situation's never turned around or, you know, what you thought was going to happen didn't, you know, financially did not mature. And, and at the end, the money's gone. So um, so we look to see how, how do you safely give uh, money or put money aside for grandchildren? Of course, you know, you can do it as part of your estate plan, but, you know, estate plans take effect after you die, okay. you know, and, and they're not they're not lifetime things for the most part. But, um, you know, one option that's available to anybody, the nice cheap option is the um, the Unified Gift to um, Minors or Transfer to Minors Act, which Florida has. And basically that uh, involves uh, basically just going to a bank and opening a bank account uh, in the name of the child and putting money in it and, and retaining yourself, if you're the grandparent, as the custodian of okay. that money. And a custodian of the money has a responsibility of only using the money for the child. You know, and um, there, I mean, there's no court supervision or anything like that. So, you know, you go back to, you know, how how are you sure that the money's only going to be used? And of course, initially, you know, you the, the 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 maker of the gift is the person that you know is responsible sure. for that money. Now, let me ask you a question: If uh, Grandma and Grandpa moved down here from Pennsylvania, 
Michigan, Ohio, wherever, and the grandchildren are still up there. Does that law still pertain, or do they pertain to the law of the state the grandchildren are in? Well, it's really going to pertain to uh, the law of the state that the person making the gift is in. So Florida. But, but again, it's, it's a unified, you know, a uniform gift to minors act. And uniform means that this is a statute that um, um, originated in a think tank that creates these uniform laws. What What's the best law? And then it's got lots of parts in it. Every state, when they adopt the uniform, these uniform laws, don't necessarily adopt the whole thing, and they don't necessarily adopt the whole thing without changes. So uh, there are you know, there are minor, and I think there are minor uh, differences uh, in the different state um, adoptions of the uh, Gift to Minors Act, and I'm pretty confident that every state has one. Of course, I'm admitted to practice law in Ohio and Florida, so I don't know anything about Michigan, but Michigan law. But... Um, if they had a really bad day on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I let you on the radio anyway. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, but um, but the um, you know so but the 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 law that you'd look at is the law of the state where the person making the gift is. So okay. you know, so okay. if you're here in Florida, I mean, you can go to Bank of America, which would have a branch presumably in in um, uh, Michigan because sure. they have them everywhere. Sure. You know, or you could go to you know Main Street Bank or any other you know local bank, you know, sure. SunTrust, which is more you know localized in the South. So. Um, and uh, the point is, though, that uh, that they can uh, the money is in the account, and the child that the minor can't touch it until they're either eighteen or twenty-one, depending on uh, what you've elected when you open the account. But but that's so that's one good way to kind of put the money aside, you know, for them during the uh, child's minority. The uh, bank the social security number on the account is the child, so any income okay. on the account would you know, be taxable to the child. You know, it seems like it's more important than ever as soon as a child is born is get them a social security number. You know, you, you can't leave the hospital anymore. Yeah. You know, back in, I think I got my social security number <laughs> when I was in seventh grade business class, it seems yeah. to me, is when we did, we did that as part of seventh grade business class. But now you have to have a social security number uh, for a child before, before they leave um, the hospital. But, uh, you know, and then, of course, another option for a child who is born uh, is to uh, purchase, you know, a, a, tu- a tuition plan under 527 of the tax code. But but right now, at least the law is that the child has to be in existence. And, okay. um, you know, it has to be a born person. There's some legislation or there, there's a one small piece part of the proposed tax bill would permit the creation of these accounts for children that are in utero who are not yet born. Okay. But... Um, but that's just a minor thing. Okay, Sherry, we're going to talk more about this. Lots more questions. It's not as easy as it used to be when we're preparing for our children and grandchildren like our parents did and our grandparents did. Absolutely. We'll talk right after these messages right here on The Great Voice of Volusia County. We're focusing on elder law with Sherry Aiken from uh, the Aiken Law Firm. Sherry, while you're still close to the microphone, do you have the email address? I do. It's radio at Aiken dash law.com or you can call me at 386-738-5599 she's the gal that can answer all your questions from the aiken law firm sherry aiken and we'll be back right after these messages the best way to start your day Praise the child. mornings on the stations of wsbb good morning wsbb From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. Billions of dollars are expected to be spent today for Cyber Monday. Brian Oglesby of the West Florida Better Business Bureau says just be careful. We want consumers to be savvy shoppers. You know, when they're shopping online, 
We want to make sure that you stop for a minute, take your time, read the fine print before submitting your order. That's very important. Look for those return policies. During the holidays, they can be different than what you're used to, and some stores may have different return policies. So make sure you read that in detail and understand those return and refund policies. Oglesby says it's better to use a credit card rather than a debit card when purchasing something online. Be sure to read all the fine print and check your details. A credit card is going to provide you with those additional protections over using your debit card in case of any kind of fraudulent transactions. If for some reason your card number is compromised when you're shopping online, it's going to be easier to dispute any of those charges that you didn't approve. Oglesby has some advice for today's Cyber Monday online shoppers. Make sure the online retailer you're using is legitimate and secure, and the site should have a lock icon or an S at the end of the HTTP URL. That letter S stands for secure. So when you're on a website and it's asking for that sensitive data, that credit card information, make sure you're only plugging in that information when there's that S at the end to know that you're submitting it through a secure transaction. It's also important to use antivirus software. This will ensure that your computer and your personal information are safe and use that antivirus software on your computer and even your mobile devices and keep it up to date. Use common sense and avoid those deals that seem too good to be true. Because if you're shopping on an unfamiliar retailer, you want to read those reviews, learn more about that website that may have a great deal, but you're really not sure who that company is. Make sure that you verify that they are a true company that exists in the online world. It's easy for scammers to fake websites out there and mimic a famous retailer's website. So take a minute and look in the URL and make sure you're on the appropriate company's website. Ho, ho, ho. Jeremy, listen here. Little Timmy in New Smyrna Beach wants a white erase board for his bedroom to practice his math on. Oh, Santa, that's great. And we can get his present at Cebu Office Supply on Canal Street. That's right. Oh, let me see here. Here's another one. Mary is going away to college, and she needs ink cartridges for her computer. Well, that's easy, Santa. The largest selection of ink cartridges is at Cebu. Ho, ho, ho. I love this time of year. Mary's mom wants a briefcase for her husband. Do you think Cebu would have that? <laughs> Santa, you're kidding, right? They have a lot of Christmas gifts at Cebu Office Supply. Does that mean... <laughs> you got it, big guy. Cebu's a great place to shop for Christmas. Cebu Office Supply on Canal Street in the heart of the shopping district in New Smyrna Beach. Ho, ho, ho! We want to see you at Cebu! Merry Christmas! Ho, 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 ho! Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Get ready, ladies, for a night of sip and shop, December 7th. It's Girls' Night Out on Canal Street. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Stroll Canal Street starting at 5 in the evening, and you'll find great fashions, jewelry, and more. You're sure to find the perfect holiday gifts for that special someone on your Christmas list. Santa baby. Live music and, of course, wine along with special treats in all of our Girls' Night Owl stores. It's a Christmas tradition, all part of Christmas on Canal Street. Girls' Night Owl. Tonight. Two truths. People do business with people they know and like. The best lead is a referral. Agreed? As a member of the DeLand Area Chamber of Commerce, you will be surrounded by like-minded professionals who are growing their connections through great weekly networking opportunities, such as Fuel and Let's Do Lunch. Visit our website, delandchamber.org, to see all that we have to offer your business. The Land Area Chamber of Commerce, helping you grow your business with valuable connections.
Preparing for the future is more than planning for retirement. It's making tomorrow's choices today, which give you peace of mind tomorrow. Arranging your affairs to make sure that your wishes are legally binding is one of the most important steps in planning for your future. It's also about taking the burden off of loved ones and relieving them of the stress of legal issues. At Aiken Law, our attorneys look at the big picture and your family dynamics. For your free consultation, call Aiken Law, 386-738-5599. There's no time like the present. AM 1230 and AM 90. we're focusing on elder law with Sherry Akins from the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. You know, Sherry, as you were talking earlier, I was thinking, I remember when my grandparents and then my parents were putting together their wills and the things that go to the children and stuff like that. It's so much different than today. So us baby boomers, now that we're getting ready and getting in that position, there's so much more we have to know. Differences is that uh, you know our parents in making these decisions uh, for um, transferring wealth to uh, other generations, you know, had the I guess the advantage that the the people who were receiving the um, the assets has some knowledge as to you know how hard you work to get this money and mm-hmm. how important it is to take care of money. And uh, uh, one of the concerns now is the. Uh, you know the the the, the grandchildren uh, level don't have the financial knowledge to actually you know you you say hey I've got you know, grandma gave me ten thousand dollars what's the best thing I can yeah, do what can I do you know is it going to be a red car or a blue car or yeah. something you know something <laughs> like that and you know and of course if if the purpose of the money is to buy a car that that's one thing but oftentimes you know grandparents give their grandchildren money not to buy a car but to you know, have some money to set aside so that when it comes time for college or or you know their tra- uh, training, you know whether it's technical sc- school or college or whatever, um, that there's some money available to help you know make some options happen or you know, be available for them. But if you spend the money, or if you get in trouble, or you with a credit card or what have you, you know then it's gone. It's not that purpose. Yeah, you know? yeah. So now, not added to the concerns that you know we all have for our children, our grandchildren. Excuse me. Yeah. Now it's the is this money still going to be available? And so how how can we make a gift of the money to the grandchild, but still be sure that you know there's a, a couple of strings on it to that you know five ten years from now when we actually think it's going to be necessary. Sure. Um, is it going to be you know available? And you might not be here when the time is necessary. That, that's to exactly help guide right. It. And so you know and so so these are all really big questions. You know, in the $14,000 we keep talking about, everybody in, under the tax code, there's a, there's a gift tax exclusion, exclusion from gift tax, $14,000 uh, for gifts on, for, from, you know, per person, you know, per mm-hmm. year. So, again, I can, you know, give as many people as I want $14,000 and not have to file a gift tax return. And part of the purpose for this is the IRA, I mean, all, all over the course of the year. So you, you, you buy, you know, birthday presents and graduation presents and all the little presents and gifts you make of course the year you know IRS doesn't want you to have to file a tax return for that because they don't have to look at it mm-hmm. and it doesn't give them any any revenue you know so again this fourteen thousand dollars but the fourteen thousand dollar annual gift exclusion is only available for present interest gifts you heard that before yep. you know present interest gifts so if I give you fourteen thousand dollars then the um, the annual gift tax exclusion is going to apply to that, and I won't have to file a gift tax return for it because I've given you $14,000 in cash. Here it is. You can do whatever you want to with it. Please, please, please don't spend it. But, <laughs> but you can do, you know, legally you have the ability to do what, 
No, you want to with it. I want to put this money in trust instead. You know, at that point, it's not a present interest gift. It is a, a gift of a future interest, you know, but whatever the terms of the trust says. Sure. But it is, is not saying you can have this money right now. It is a future interest gift. And the, the $14,000 exclusion is no longer available, except if we make a gift um, trust for minors under Section uh, 2503C. And this is a special kind of a trust that uh, more, um, you know, experienced estate planners estate, um, uh, have, you know, some experience with. And can help you with, but basically the terms of this trust qualify under the special provision of the tax code, and then they are for minors, and they have certain restrictions that are contained within the statute. But using this kind of a trust, and you can use it, you can use the same trust year after year. Your grandchild is is five years old. Well, you can make fourteen thousand dollar gifts into this trust, and the, and it, and you still get your fourteen thousand dollar annual exclusion, so it doesn't come off your your lifetime. Um, exclusion from gift tax, which is five million four hundred ninety thousand dollars, so it's a lot of money. Um, but but if you are in a taxable situation, then these things actually do you know these numbers do um, do matter. But in any event, you don't have to file a tax a gift tax return when you file your taxes. You know next year, um, it's a trust, which means like all the other times we've talked about trust, it's a fiduciary relationship between the trustee and the beneficiary of the trust. It has to have one beneficiary. It's irrevocable, which means you put this money in it, you can't get it back. Okay. Um, but again, there it's and there's an adult, but you can be the trustee of the, you know, you as the grantor can be the first trustee of the trust, and so you you have now you've got control over the money and whether it gets spent based upon the terms and the conditions that you've set forth in the written trust instrument. But that's that way you you can get the money. Uh, you can use the maximum $14,000. You don't have to file a gift tax return. You don't reduce your um, unified credit against uh, transfers. Okay. Um, and you've got some protection. And again, the trust doesn't have to end. Uh, you know, it, it has, I mean, it does have to end. But but the point is that you, you're allowed to uh, have these restrictions on the money and uh, be able to invest and allow it to accumulate so that it's not just $14,000. Here we just spent $10,000 of it, but, you know, to... Uh, accumulate this, and when you've got income and you're trying to, uh, you know, gift from income, this is a good thing as well. There is so much you need to know when you're putting your wills together, your trusts together. Sherry Aiken is the lady you can talk to. Sherry, why don't you give us the email address? The email is radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A-K-I-N hyphen law dot com. Or again, call me at 386-738-5599. You'll find Sherry's very easy to talk to and find out what's going on when it comes to all the things we need to know. And, and things change from time to time. So so even if you do a will or you've had a will done maybe just a few years ago, it might be a good idea to have Sherry Aiken or her law firm, you know, just look over the will, make sure everything else is good. What else do we need to know when it comes to our grandchildren? The grandchildren mostly we're dealing with is uh you know, making sure that the money is available to them. I mean, you can use the um, the, the minors trust. You can use the um, unified uniform uh, gift to minors act accounts, the custodial accounts with you know with banks or financial institutions. You can give the money to, you know, a parent to hold for them. And again, they could act in the same role as a custodian. Okay. Larger gifts. You know, then it, you know we haven't really talked about this, but you know you'd need to be you know want the uh, a guardian of property appointed through the court system. Again, with minors, a little less complicated than what you go through when we're looking at establishing a guardianship over a senior because guardianships over minors and minors' assets terminate at age 18, period, end of story. 
whether it's $50,000 or $50 million, it is over at age um, 18, and those funds would return to the complete control of the minor. So in a lot of situations, the guardianship of minors um, is doesn't really work because we're trying to, you know, maybe accumulate lots more assets for the child. Okay. Is there any certain age that we really need to start thinking about a will? Or does it all go with your income? You know, and, you I, the rule that they used to say when I would even, you know, all that way long time ago, which hopefully wasn't that long time ago, <laughs> um, uh, is, you know, if you got a house, Basically, when, once you get something, once you own something that is worthy of being left to somebody, okay. uh, you should have a will. Now, this was, that was almost 30 years ago, and back in the day, as it were, there were not um, the options for uh, designations of you know, uh, transfer on death like you can do with your investment accounts and your bank accounts and your, your checking account now. And Florida has a you know, what functions as a, 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 um, a transfer on death deed, the uh, enhanced enhanced life estate deed. Okay. So, but I think that really once you have, either you have people you want to protect or you have assets that are worthy of going someplace. Uh, and I guess if you have a beneficiary who otherwise would not inherit from you. I mean, we've talked about that in the past. Okay, okay. Where, you know, where if you die without a will, the statute says your spouse gets it. If you spouse, spouse, children. Now, children, your parents, your parents, your, your, your siblings, and then it kind of goes out from there. And if you've got a, a beneficiary, you know, say you have a, a, a lifetime companion, you never got married because either you've been married before and you're never doing it again or, you know, just never saw the need for it, mm-hmm. which is, again, totally fine. The point is that, it, that the, the laws create all these rights. And, of course, that was the whole, you know, the whole thing behind the, the same-sex marriage um, in a contest True. was that, you know, yeah, they, you're giving by allowing some people to get married, you're giving them these, these rights, these legal rights that people who are not married, um, uh, you know, don't, don't, uh, but nevertheless, um, there are still many, um, people out there, uh, engaged in dedicated long-term, you know, relationships that, you know, where marriage is not involved. And if you're in any of those situations, you really have to have a will. Because regardless whether you've been together, you know, devotedly for five years or 50 years, you know, your partner is not going to be the beneficiary of your state when you die. Okay. Now, one other question that, that I'd like to ask you is once you have your will prepared, what do you need to do with it? Um, you need to sec- put it someplace secure so that, okay. we, everyone, that everyone knows where it at, is okay. at. Because when you die, if we can't find your will, you don't have a will. Okay. You know, I, I like I said, I don't I don't typically retain original will documents in, in my office. I sure. always keep a photocopy of it, and there are processes by which we can probate a photocopy of the will. But you want to keep it safe, and you actually want to look at it every once in a while, or at least look at a photocopy. Do not write on it. Okay. And so I give my clients like, the original that I give them at least one copy. I'm so going to. If you're going to look at, pull it out and look make at it and notes. write on it, make notes on it, make notes on this. Do not make notes on the original will because you could put yourself in a situation of accidentally um, voiding it. Okay. Okay. Well, Sherry, I've learned something today. I'm not putting my will in my tennis bag anymore. Don't do that, please. <laughs> but you're also telling somebody where it is. Well, that's true, too. I have to move it this afternoon. A safe in your house or your safe deposit box or even just the drawer where you keep your other important papers. But really, somebody ought to know where the thing is. You know, everybody's got to know. I think people sit there and say, well, you know, my grandfather, my father really didn't have wills. Today, it's a whole different world out there. And we need to know where we're going to leave the things that we want to leave. Absolutely. Okay. What number can they call again? 303-690-1111. 303-690-1111. 
386-738-5599. Okay, Sherry, you're here every Monday morning talking law, but if you want a question that uh, you want answered, you can always email Sherry at what? Radio at Aiken, A-K-I-N, dash law dot com. Make an appointment today. Just uh, stop and talk to Sherry Aiken or one of the lawyers at Aiken Law in Deland. By the way, even though their offices are in Deland, Sherry, you represent people all over the place, right? Yes, I do. And if you can't get out uh, with a little bit of advance notice, we'd be happy to come to your home. Okay, there you go. Aiken Law, Sherry Aiken. She's our guest every Monday morning as we talk about elder law. Sherry, you have a good day. Got a couple appointments today, you said, huh? I do. Well, okay. you too. Okay, you take care. There she goes. Sherry Aiken on AM 1230 and AM 1490 as we focus on elder law. Every Monday morning at this time with Sherry Aiken and the people from Aiken Law. Stay tuned now for the latest news from the CBS radio network. Following that, of course, it's the best music all day long, bar none of any radio station. And we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., right here on the great voice of Volusia County, AM 1230 and AM 1490. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. The Great Voice of Volusia County, AM 1230 WSBB, New Smyrna Beach, Daytona, Edgewater, Port Orange, AM 1490 WTJV, Delano.